Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast, a show where we take a closer look at nutrition research, headlines, and trends so that you can make informed choices about what you eat. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel. And today's topic was suggested by an email from Anne. Unfortunately, like many women her age, Anne has been diagnosed with osteoporosis and her doctor has told her that she needs to get 1,200 milligrams of calcium a day. And that's fairly standard advice. But Anne raises an interesting question. She writes, I've been researching which foods contain calcium and it sure seems that the only cultures where people consume anywhere near this amount are those that consume significant amounts of dairy. But historically, many cultures evolved without consuming a lot of dairy. So how do these cultures get anywhere near the 1,200 milligrams of calcium necessary to develop and maintain healthy bones? It's true that dairy products are very concentrated sources of calcium, and the calcium that they contain is very well absorbed in the body. Cultures whose dietary patterns include a lot of dairy products are likely to get a large proportion of their calcium from dairy. Now, humans didn't really start consuming dairy products until they started keeping ruminant animals, such as sheep and goats, for the purpose of consuming their milk. And usually that would have been fermented or cultured into yogurt, kefir, or cheese, which would extend its shelf life. After Europeans colonized North America, we were mostly an agricultural society. But as industrialization drew people from the farms into the cities, agriculture gradually became an industry of its own, with a lot fewer farmers providing food for a lot more people. And that's a process that continues to this day. Now, because a lot of the land on our continent is better suiting to grazing than to plowing, Dairy has always been a big part of our agricultural industry, and dairy has traditionally been the primary source of dietary calcium in the North American diet, providing about 70% of the calcium in our diets. Our dietary guidelines, which up until very recently considered dairy products to be a distinct food group, definitely reflect the fact that we are a dairy-producing and dairy-consuming nation. After all, the USDA, which is in charge of establishing our dietary guidelines, is also in charge of supporting our agricultural economy. In fact, some have even suggested that we don't need as much calcium as we're told, and that the recommended intake of 1,000 to 1,200 milligrams a day is really just a ruse to get us to drink more milk. I wouldn't go that far. There are decades of research to support the individual nutrient recommendations that make up the dietary reference intakes. However, that research and those recommendations are definitely influenced by and reflect our lifestyle. For example, 
if the standard North American diet were a lot higher in vitamin D, K, folate, fiber, and other nutrients, and if we all engaged in a lot more weight-bearing and muscle-building activity, we might be able to take in significantly less calcium without negative consequences on our bone health. But our diets typically aren't higher in those nutrients, and our lifestyle tends to be very sedentary. I think this is a mistake we often make when we decide to emulate the diets of other people, whether contemporary or historical, who seem to be healthier or live longer or have lower risks of various diseases, such as osteoporosis. And we forget that diet and nutrients do not operate in a vacuum. We can try to replicate the diet of a Paleolithic human, But it's a lot harder to replicate the rest of the Paleolithic lifestyle, the amount and intensity of physical activity, the amount of sleep, the amount of exposure to artificial light and its effects on circadian rhythms, the fact that we sit in chairs instead of squatting around a campfire, or that we live in climate-controlled environments, not to mention the fact that we may live until we're 90 or 100 years old and spend the 30 or 40 years prior to that worrying about how we're going to save enough money to live that long. I think you get my point. Our health and longevity are determined by a lot more than just our diet and nutrition. And for better or worse, our dietary recommendations reflect the realities of our modern lifestyle. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of Seventh Generation. Find Seventh Generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at SeventhGeneration.com. There's one other aspect that I should mention. The United States dietary recommendations are also based on data gathered primarily from white individuals, and they don't necessarily account for the genetic variations that affect our nutrient needs. Due to differences in skeletal structure and calcium metabolism, those of European ancestry may require more calcium than those of African or Asian ancestry. It is certainly possible to meet even our relatively high calcium recommendations without consuming dairy products or taking supplements, but I will grant you that it is a bit more challenging, and you'd better like eating your greens. Vegetables in the cabbage family, including broccoli, kale, bok choy, cabbage, mustard, and turnip greens, are all good sources of calcium that's also very bioavailable. Cabbages and leafy greens are also good sources of folate and vitamin K, nutrients that help build strong bones. A half a cup of Chinese cabbage or a cup of bok choy provides almost as much absorbable calcium as a glass of milk. Tofu is another good source of calcium, but not because soybeans are particularly high in calcium. Rather, it's because tofu is usually made with calcium sulfate as a setting or coagulating agent. But soybeans and tofu are rich in soy isoflavones, which contribute to strong bones. 
Canned fish, such as sardines and canned salmon, are also good sources of calcium because they contain tiny bones that are so soft you'd never notice them, but they are a potent source of calcium. And as a bonus, these fish are also among the few natural food sources of vitamin D, which helps us absorb that calcium better. So it is possible to meet the recommendations without dairy, but Anne's question made me curious to see if I could find any data on the typical calcium intake of hunter-gatherer populations who would probably not have consumed dairy products. And what I found may surprise you. Researchers estimate that hunter-gatherer humans would have consumed something like 2,400 milligrams of calcium per day, which is twice the recommended intake for modern North American women over 50. The diet of hunter-gatherer societies did not typically include dairy products, but it did include lots of leafy greens, nuts, roots, and tubers, all of which are relatively calcium-rich. But apparently, most of the calcium in their diets came from the bones of animals, including small mammals, birds, fish, and reptiles. In addition to being rich in calcium, bones also contain magnesium, phosphorus, aminoglycans, osteocalcin, and other compounds that promote bone formation. Not surprisingly, archaeological evidence suggests that hunter-gatherers had much higher bone mass and density than we typically do today, and lower rates of osteoporotic disease. But again, their high calcium intake is only part of that picture. As I said, it is possible, although challenging, to get 1,200 milligrams of calcium a day from foods without consuming dairy. But to be honest, I suspect that those recommended intakes could actually be lower if we took a more holistic view of bone health and placed as much emphasis on the effects of exercise and other lifestyle factors, as well as all the other nutrients that contribute to or detract from bone formation instead of being so singularly focused on calcium. But Thanks, Anne, for the invitation to go spelunking through the literature on calcium in evolutionary diets. And I'll include a couple of links in the show notes for anyone who might be interested in taking a deeper dive. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a voicemail message at 443-961-6206. I'd also like to invite you to check out my other podcast. It's called The Change Academy, where we explore the art and science of creating positive behavior change, both in our own lives and in our workplaces and communities. You'll find it on all the major podcast platforms. Just search for Change Academy. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast and supported by a wonderful team, which includes our new director of podcasts, Brandon Getches, my audio engineer, Nathan Sems. Davina Tomlin, who runs our marketing and publicity, Holly Hutchings, our digital operations specialist, Morgan Christensen, our podcast operations and advertising specialist, as well as Cameron Lacey. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. 
Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.